Hi, welcome to Women Who Dare, a special Women's Day podcast. I'm TJ Sidhu, and with us today are some incredible women who are breaking boundaries, reinventing themselves, and becoming change makers in society. With us today is Lakshmi Sharath, who is a traveler extraordinaire, a storyteller, and one of India's first and most acclaimed travel bloggers. Welcome to the show, Lakshmi. Thank you. Also with us is Sabrina, a German-born biker, adventurer, and boss business lady who is saying yes to opportunities and traveling across the world. Thank you so much for being here, Sabrina. Also with us is Roshni, a graphic storyteller, filmmaker, founder, and creative director of the design studio called Local. She lets her extensive travels inspire her and her work. Welcome to our chat, Roshni. Thank you. Also, I'd like to introduce you to Kamalakshi, who's a solo traveler and biker who's breaking boundaries, traveling the length and breadth of the country on her beloved bike. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. And Tripti, who is an entrepreneur, making her mark in the tea business and inspiring others to take on the journey as well. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. So you guys, a lot of these boundaries and limitations that we face as women are self-created and imposed by our society. And you have to kind of break past them. So Sabrina, how did you get past that initially when you started biking? I think I actually got inspired by my dad who used to, he still is a biker. And it was my dream ever since to finally do that. And one day I woke up and said, I've turned 30, there's not gonna be one more day to just do it because I think life is too short to not follow your dreams. Um, so I just decided to learn how to ride a bike on a, on a weekend essentially. And from there my life, cha life changed completely. So did you start when you were 30? Um, I did, yes. Well, I, I tried the first when I was 18 and then life got in the way, I think. And um, Doesn't it always? <laughs> it does, yes, it does. Um, and yes, when I was 30, I said, this is when I changed my life and to take the next step. And since then, biking has transformed my entire life and journey since then going forward. And also, there's so many great places to see on your bike in India as well. Oh, absolutely. Like some of my favorites are, of course, Kashmir, Ladakh, or the south. I like Kerala. It's beautiful and Goa, of course. So yeah. uh, plenty to ride, not enough time. Okay, now getting to travel blogging. Okay, you started back in, I think it was about 2005, when it was such a new thing to do and not many people were doing it. How did you begin? At that time, I think it was difficult because I was still had a day job. And uh -huh. it was difficult to kind of uh, mix uh, both blogging as well as traveling and uh, managing my career. But once I took a sabbatical, uh, which is I quit my career, and that is when, you know, people say, you know, nobody quits a career, you know, uh, 10 years ago, uh, a, a, I mean, a 15-year-old career in media where you are like a, you know, a vice president of a company, getting a, wow. uh, you know, an eight-digit salary and say, I want to go start getting into traveling and becoming a travel blogging or travel writing. So my mom, I remember, was quite shocked. I mean, she called me and she's like, what's wrong with you? And she's like, when you were a kid, you had wheels on your feet and now also you're just doing that. So I think she was a little surprised. Uh, so if you've always had wheels on your feet, then wouldn't it be easier to convince your parents that you're turning your passion into your work? Well, I wish it was that easy. I'm still trying to convince my mom <laughs> after a decade. Initially, even for me, I didn't know where I was going. And uh, although I had a, my husband was earning, I didn't want to depend on him for my travels. What was his reaction to all this? He was okay, do what you want. As yeah. long as don't come and ask me for money, do what you want. <laughs> if you, if yeah. it's possible, sponsor my travels as well. <laughs> had you set a benchmark for yourself, like for this amount of time, I'll try it. And if it doesn't work? Uh, I didn't set myself a target in terms of time because I really didn't know uh, where things were going and I took one thing at a time and I just went with the flow. For me, the biggest challenge is that I wanted to have an identity which was not my corporate job because yeah. I've always known as, oh, you're calling from X company or Y company. You're never known for what you are. 
So, and I think now I'm known for what I am, however small or big, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, maybe my, you know, I may not make the kind of money that I make in my corporate job, but for me, the fact that I can have an identity which is not my, a company that I work for is, is what I yeah. wanted to have and that I think is something I've achieved. Okay, Tripti, you're in the tea business and that's something that I've always wanted to do, one of my many things. How do you tell your parents, I want to get into the tea business? Like, what, How did that start for you? When I got into tea business, I always had my parents' support. I didn't have to explain them anything. Didn't so, they say, you, you want to be a chaiwala? <laughs> no, no, friends did say, like, next Chaiwali. But after the Narendra Modi became the Prime Minister, so people did make fun of me as Chaiwali, but yeah, all that keeping it apart, but my parents supported me throughout. And uh, I started this venture with my husband. So his support was always there with me. Okay, Kamalakshi, you've been biking since you were 16 years old. Did you face any sort of boundaries or limitations when you first started? No, not at all. Um, That's surprising. Yes, <laughs> because my mother, um, she used to ride a geared scooter back then. A scooter? And oh. Yes, and it was a big deal at that time. Um, and it was, it was wonderful to see how she dealt with the society and the pressure. And uh, somehow it just inculcated in me naturally. I mean, I, you know, that, that, that boundary wasn't set, that, that boundary wasn't there at all. Oh, so you didn't face anything? No, you not kind of broke through it for Yes. You. I mean, she used to ride a scooter. And um, naturally, I mean, that, that instinct, that, you know, want of um, riding, or rather, you know, that fondness towards riding just built up. You know, one thing that I've always wanted to learn is how to ride a bike, but I feel so conscious people say, you want to ride a bike? Are you trying to be cool? <laughs> so what advice would you give to someone who just wants to get started? You love it, you want to do it, just go go ahead, do it. I mean, you don't have to worry about what others are going to say. It's, it's something that you want to do. You should just go for it. I think sometimes we tend to worry too much. We forget to focus that we love it and we think yeah. too much, what will everybody say? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so I think just it's just like that process that absolutely. forget what everyone's yes. going to say. Yes. Okay, Vashni, you also have a very interesting career, a graphic storyteller. What is that? How did you begin that? Uh, actually, a graphic storyteller is sort of a term I use to kind of encapsulate all the hundred things I like to do. So I kind of realized that I just, I just love, I love storytelling and I love graphic design. But I just realized that I whenever, whatever I would dabble in, there was sort of one, you know, when it happens after five years of looking at a career and like, what exactly do I like to do? And then you see a line like, hmm, I like, I like telling stories and I like graphic design. And, and even, and, and, I, and I run a branding studio and branding is basically telling stories uh, of, of, of the, brand, the brand story through graphic design. Okay, so traveling is a, an integral part of everybody's life and we all love it a lot. But one important thing we need to address is safety, especially when you're female bikers. What sort of things do we need to look out for? Not be stupid, <laughs> first and foremost. Prepare yourself very well. I think it's very important to prepare yourself mentally first and then physically. I list out all the possibilities of things that can go wrong. Whatever, I mean... Like you run like, out of gas? Yes, anything, anything. And then Your ways battery is gone, how do you take a selfie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, not, that's a, 
<laughs> yes, yeah, yes, very, good. very important, very important. Well, I agree. I think uh, apart from this, it's about applying common sense. For yes, any yes. Um, I think as a woman, you do have to be a bit more cautious. You have to be aware of situation and just trust your instincts as well. Uh, if something looks dangerous, it probably is. Um, <laughs> no. A lot of people ask me typical stereotype, cliched question. What are the five things that you would pack, take with you in your bag? <laughs> so when you're carrying, or you know, in your suitcase, in your backpack. So I said, look. First and foremost thing I'd like to carry with me is common sense because you need lots and lots of it when yeah. you travel and you mm. have to trust your instincts because mm. India is safe or unsafe like any other place in yeah. the world and it's about what you make out of it. Has anybody faced any, any extreme situation while traveling? As a traveler, whether you're a female or a male, if you go into the world Trusting the universe and then and traveling, things good things are going to happen. It's not a big bad world. People are not there to get you. And if you are going to travel with that mindset, it's what you're going to attract. Yeah. Being a foreigner in India, I mean, I've been here for 11 <laughs> years. I'm still convincing some of my friends to visit me um, because they're so scared of what the media tells. And I keep telling them that India is a perfectly safe space. It's a beautiful country. Absolutely. The people are amazing. And I'm sometimes feeling more scared in Germany where I'm from because I'm not used to that environment. So, yeah, like you said, so. people in the world, 99% are great people. They wake up in the morning, want to have a good day and, you know, go to bed in the evening and make a great living. And, and just to add to it, like if you go to Rustic India, they're the most hospitable people yes. around. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. People will always, you know, invite you into they're their the homes, give you a cup of tea, yeah. they yes. chat you up. Yes, they, they do stare a lot and they do ask a lot of questions. They're just genuine. Yeah, yeah this is yeah. genuine curiosity around and I don't think I mean, we also need to gauge how much of it is over-familiarity yeah. and then probably learn where to draw the line. But mm -hmm. I think in general, people are friendly. Who are some of the people that inspire you guys? Who are the who are ladies that you look up to? My grandmoms. I think yeah. the, both of them were amazing. Uh, yeah. My maternal grandmother, uh, my, my, my maternal grandfather used to travel a lot in the pre-independence day and also during independence. And she's traveled hell a lot, you know. And my mom has told me so many stories. My mom has traveled a lot along with her when she was a kid. It's kind as of well. in your blood. Yeah. Paternal grandmother, she came from the village. She got married when she was 13. And her mother died when she was three. She got married to my grandfather, who was, you know, a graduate who, who had traveled abroad. She actually had an English tutor at home. And I think she was the first lady in our family to have gone abroad. She'd been to US. I think these women were my inspiration, besides my mom, of course. We actually get inspired and with the people around us. I mean, by the people around us. It's, it's not the personalities that we talk about. We read about them. We know that, you know, someone like this exists. But then it's it's the people that surround us and the people we grow with, mm. you know, affect the way we think and because think. Absolutely. You can read about like your, you know, the, the big, big heroines of history, but the day-to-day -day trials and tribulations of how they actually get that stuff done is only yeah. your mums, your grandmums, your family, your sisters, your friends, is the people you know, like, oh my god, yeah. yeah. Sure. yeah. I, I, I had a best friend there, like, I can yeah. inspire it actually by myself. Like, no, it sounds weird. That too. It's like, I know yes. I can do yeah. anything yeah. in the world. And just the idea of me doing this in the future drives me forward. Sabrina, I, I actually have started to realize that recently. I mean, you know, it's been like five, six years. I've I've started to, uh, you know, get inspired by myself. Mm. Yeah. Like, mm. yes. Just I think on a certain level, everybody does, but they don't consciously know it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I have, yeah. um, I have Maybe, two yes. daughters, twin two-year-olds. And a really nice gift that somebody had given them, a friend of ours, was 
a storybook called Goodnight Stories for Rebel Girls. And it's all one-pagers on women who've made a difference or accomplished something, achieved something, who've broken barriers, who've, you know, against odds, pushed themselves. And I think it's a great way to inspire little girls that, okay, see other people's stories. So whatever you want to do, you can also do. You can add your page. Actually, if you ask me who inspires you, I cannot answer that. It's just, I just kept doing the next thing that seemed right to me. And I think that's yeah. true for all of us. I'll say I am my competition. Yeah. I just me last year. Yeah. 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 Just got to be better than what I was last time. It's terrific to inspire yourself. But when we look at uh, society as a whole, how would you say, Sabrina, you start, how would you say your work is inspiring society? Well, um, I have actually a nice story. So when I when I ride around India, um, I'd go into remote areas as well. And um, me being a woman on a bike and a foreigner, that's already quite a sight, you know. It, it does catch attention. <laughs> um, I wouldn't say it doesn't. But when I ride through those villages, you see the men and their jaw just drops and they can't understand what's happening. Like, in who world. let this woman have a like, bike? What is that? <laughs> but um, then you see the little girls. Yeah, and then you see the little girls, and that's what they're thinking. You can see their eyes just brightening and lightening up, and you see. For themselves, it opens up a whole new universe yeah. of possibilities. Maybe I could do that you know? one day. Exactly, and, and that's just really wonderful and a great feeling that just by riding, you inspire people around you, and they just get this hint of, maybe I could do something like that or something similar in my world, uh, in my future. Uh, wow. I've wow. had similar, similar experiences where you know little girls would come, ask if they could take pictures with me and ask if they can also ride someday. <laughs> And um, even, even not just girls, I mean, you know, yeah. even even boys. So, yeah. Yeah, true. Well, I don't know whether I would say inspiring, but uh, I was quite grateful when uh, one of the, um, uh, you know, school textbooks, Oxford, I think, University Press, they wrote mm -hmm. to me saying this, that can they include a chapter on blog? And, and they wanted to add a paragraph, I mean, one of my blogs uh, to school kids of uh, wow. six or seven standard. So one gentleman from UK actually wrote to me saying that I'm writing this class, uh, this textbook for kids and I would like to add a chapter on blogs because nobody knew about blogs at that point of time. Then I was in Mount Abu and uh, I was actually going on, a, uh, on an assignment for Rajasthan Tourism and I had a guide with me who was an English teacher. We were talking and all of that. And then suddenly towards the end he said, listen, are you Lakshmi Sharat by any chance? I said, yes. He said, did you write something on the Nilgiris? I said, yes. So he said, I said, how do you know? He said, because I've taught about your chapter to my school students. Oh, that's so rewarding. Oh my God. Wow. I mean, I really didn't expect it that it actually had make a difference without even a trying. And it, it was right out there to kids. Surprisingly, I had a lot of eight standard kids writing to me, seventh and eighth standard kids, writing to me to my on my Instagram and on my email. After that, saying that I have read about you and I would like to be like you. Of course, wow. it, was, it was a huge exercise telling them first finish your studies. <laughs> and we can yeah. talk about becoming travelers and travel bloggers. But I think that was really, really an incident that really made me realize that I need to be a responsible traveler because, yeah. I mean, I might be traveling for my own selfish reasons, but here there was somebody yeah. out there who was actually reading. And, and if I was even, uh, you know, making a small change in their minds about travel and travel, uh, traveling as a career or travel blogging as a career, then I might as well make it, you know, a responsible career to look at. So, is your work also inspiring on a society level? Would you I say? think so. Yes, that's sort of. Um, uh, I hope so. Actually, actually, because there, there was so there was two so projects did, yeah, which actually start made me start my own. Uh, company called Local. So Local is uh, of course inspired by the idea of travel and 
uh, absorbing. I just felt there's so much cultural context in India, and we don't look at it, we don't address it. I kind of made this film called Cover Up, mm -hmm. which was about. It was my MA graduation project film. Uh, it was just a two-minute experiment, and people. Uh, and it was it was done in London, but it was about traveling in India. Right. at 2 o'clock in the night and what goes on in a girl's head when she's traveling alone you know, little fears that go on in her head right and it's so funny because I, I, I met like and this is an interesting thing so men would listen like with headphones you know they would watch the film and they would get it off and they would listen and they would look shocked after the film they're like this is what happens in your head when you travel at 2 o'clock in the night I said yes and the same thing when women and women from all over the world would watch and they're like hmm, yeah that's true you know, it's just yeah, how it's we... Yeah, not surprising. Yeah, they're like, yeah, yeah, we have to go through that. And women, you know, women travellers in France, women travellers in Germany, like people from all over the world have, you know, it's not like a thing that an Indian girl goes through, I realised, after doing that. It's just how women travel. And so, you, you know, a man going through the same journey and a woman going through the same journey, it's a completely different journey in the head. Which is what, so that film was that. And then came a taxi, which I did, inspired by that idea of, so what are these rules that we follow? Taxi essentially had rules plastered on the ceilings about like come back home by eight, keep your bag in front of you for protection, um, you know, don't sit in the front seat. You know the things girls get told when they're traveling. And then that taxi actually went around Bombay and there were fisherwomen and all kinds of, we actually put a camera as well in it and uh, the taxi driver would come and tell me stories like, you know, it really got him to become suddenly a mascot of this of this conversation like the you know the travelers would be like hey do you know what this means this is such a great message do you and he's like he's like yeah yeah and then he started talking to them about about women's safety and double standards so the, that those two projects really got a lot of attention got you know got me to feel that okay the things I feel inside socially, I can express through my work. So speaking about local and you know, you're talking about also sustainable travel, I think one of the things as travellers that we all can do is, you know, support local, uh, you know, local tours, local people, local guides, uh, local places to stay like bed and breakfast. For sure. Like I prefer staying in a homestay uh, than in let's say a four star, five star property. Mm -hmm. And you're supporting the, the local economy actually by, by doing yeah, this because yeah. Uh, end of the day, that's how you can pay back. Uh, we were talking about paying give back, back to, give yeah. back to society, and that's that's one way. Because these are people who are actually struggling to kind of create, you know, talk about their local culture and their local places and yeah. the local uh, businesses, and and that's some, and they're very passionate about it. And, uh, and I think they that know is, their stuff the best. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. No married can give you the experience that a local mm. sort of. I think if you would can. like to, you can travel to the Darjeeling side of the country, and there you can actually come to the tea gardens and stay with the workers in their own house, and you pay them. So somewhere you are giving back to the giving society. To I'm going to take them. you up on your offer. Are you coming? Are you <laughs> why? 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 Extra? Sabrina, where are you? For sure. <laughs> how important is it to document your travels? Well, I make a career out of it. You do? <laughs> yeah, you so, live for it. Yeah. So that's how I started uh, my travels, uh, blogging, when be long before we even thought that there is anything uh, one could monetize out of it. I think 
it is very very important to document because there is an entire audience out there who is interested uh, in reading about your experiences and more than reading it's like what you said these little things like you know these little tips these little behind the scenes that we don't get to know i mean everybody wants it's it's not just about i me myself and i'm here and i saw this and look at me and here's a selfie kind of a documentation but it's about sharing these little uh, nuggets of information this little uh, behind the scenes action and these little stories the stories of these people the stories yeah, of these bed yeah. and breakfast and for me blogging is all about storytelling my 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 travels are all about storytelling and i believe that people make places of and course. that is how i i uh, that is how i see my uh, travel experiences and why i think it is very important to tell these stories of course do you guys yeah, want to add and that? we are good mode of education also like a lot of people don't know black tea green tea or oh long or white everything comes from the same plant it, mm. the only process is different oh. so yeah so blogs uh, if you document it it can be really helpful it can be a good source of Uh, knowledge for others also. So uh, actually, it's very interesting. At local, we do something called local walks. So what we do is we go to specific areas, and even especially also when we travel, we do the same thing, and we document uh, the entire area or locality graphically. So we will look at the local typefaces. We will look at the colors that that place has, and we literally have a database of every sort of area mapped. from a graphical point of view the shapes that you see the buildings in a certain yeah. always have a weird oh, a shape wow. so it's a really interesting exercise and became so addictive that now everyone who joins local even the even the interns they start doing it and then once they leave us also they continue doing it which is wow. amazing i think through documenting you can also inspire people to travel there you share yes. your stories as well like yeah. um, for my biking business rats in south africa whenever we we ride we take pictures with the bikes or the little um, places that you discover off the beaten path as well and you can tag and then other people can say oh i've been there as well or i would like to ride with you and new communities start forming through that as well that's great social media is terrific that way oh, yes yes connecting people um and i think uh, what i like is to see more people in their experiences more than opinions that you find on uh, certain social media sites <laughs> i prefer the the insights like yeah. where to go who to meet where to stay because there's i think the whole point of social media is to connect connect the globe and that's what all all yeah, the, you guys the are doing. Yeah, the realness of it. Okay, now we've given out a lot of information and insight. Now we're going to have a quick little everybody knows the word rapid fire. Yes. yes. So we're going to have a little fun. Okay, how would you pack a punch to Eve teasers? Pass. I would just, you know, raise hell and shame the person. Okay. What if somebody made a comment about your weight? Um, I would say thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say I'm I'm happy and I'm healthy. What's your problem? Um, I'll be motivated to hit the gym. Okay. What if someone made a sexist comment at your workplace? Well, it hasn't hasn't ever happened, but I would take it probably as a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> well, it happened just once, and I slapped the person. Oh, wow. So again, this one I also I'll take it as a motivation, and I'll prove it that see I can also do it. Wow, you're taking it all the right way. Yes. <laughs> well, I haven't faced it either. I have never faced anything like this in my organizations. I have faced this and I have given back very snide comments. Not acceptable. Yeah. Okay, how would you approach someone you found attractive? I usually go straight up and say, "Hey, I like you. Do you want to go out with me?" I don't wow. have time to waste. So <laughs> <laughs> if I like someone, I like someone, and that's how it is. Uh, Luxury? I haven't done that in a very long time. Happily married for almost two days. Oh yeah, you're not allowed. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Pass. Same here. 
Well, I have done it very recently. Could reject it, but it was worth a shot. <laughs> yeah, same thing. Why wait around? It's so it's so stressful to not know, and that the guy is not going to mind read. So you might as well just get it out and over with. Wow, you guys are very inspiring women. Okay, is there anything else that you guys would like to add, or anything you would like to share with other women today? You shared a lot already. Is there anything that I missed? Radical self care. You know, it's very very important to be compassionate to yourself. I think the most important thing, like like you said, you have to inspire yourself. You also have to be compassionate to ourselves. You know, follow your your dream and your passion, and don't bother so much about what other people think. Of course, you will always face people who have negative opinions or who will confront you, and you can have a healthy discussion, but don't let this hold you back. It's like my monkey, your monkey. Don't give me your monkey. Just keep it on your shoulder. It's your business, your concern. Appreciate it, but don't let it come into my way. On the similar lines, I mean, you know, you're stronger than you think you are, and you know. Test yourself constantly, and you would be surprised. So, yeah. Even I think you need to be vocal about yourself, like whatever you want. That until unless you won't say it, no one will serve you in the platter. One thing I actually want to really say is the idea of just relaxing a bit. I think as women, we take ourselves sometimes too much too pressure. seriously, and we too much pressure. And I think some of the confidence we say that men have and we don't have is because honestly they don't care beyond a point, which we tend to care a bit more, much. Just yeah. be more relaxed. People telling you how to dress. Honestly, I I enjoy that. I enjoy shocking people with the way I dress. <laughs> I in you know, especially if there's old grannies, somebody says something I'm like, yeah, you know, do you want to try this bikini? I gift gifted to you, you know, that kind of thing. So yeah, I mean, just have fun. It's okay. Life's life's easy. Some great great advice you guys give. Be kind to yourself. Don't worry so much about what the world is going to think. Shock people if you have to. Don't think about it so much. And go ahead and say what you want. Yeah. So you guys have taught me a lot today. You've inspired me genuinely. I'm telling you that you've inspired me a lot today. There's a lot more that I want to do now after meeting you guys. So keep on doing what you do. You guys are keeping dreams alive for yourself and for other people who are going to get to see you like this. And I would tell anybody that every human being, every woman is inspiring on some level. So find out what is it about you. Go out there and do your oops, go out there and do your thing and have a happy women's day everybody.